raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Monday, March 6th. It is six minutes after 10. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're glad that you're joining us this morning. We're going to start off this hour talking about one of our favorite things. Actually, one of our least favorite things. <laughs> Property taxes. I just can't, Casey. I know you just can't, but we have to. We I must can't. soldier on. I, I can't. So, okay. So, Abdul, mm-hmm. you remember our old friend Abdul uh, yeah. running for mayor of Indianapolis now? Abdul for Indy. He is still uh, profiteering off of uh, what's going on at the state house, and good on him. So, he puts out every so often a subscription based publication called The Cheat Sheet, mm-hmm. where it's, he describes it, I believe, as rumor, gossip, and innuendo mm-hmm. that he hears around the state house. And here was his post from yesterday. I have this up at Rob M. Kendall on Twitter if you'd like to see it. Keep an eye on the General Assembly these next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Things have the potential to get really silly real fast, real quick. (laughs) And just wait for the property tax bills to hit. We hear it won't be pretty, especially for incumbent elected officials. Ouch, that's a bit of a warning, it sounds like. For not only us, but for the politicians. Well, so what he's saying is the property tax bills are getting ready to Mm -hmm. be disseminated Mm -hmm. to the masses. And as we've been telling you on this program for a year now, they are going to be markedly higher for many people, especially if you live in central Indiana, than they were a year ago. So the politicians, and by the politicians we say the Republicans, because they control everything in this state, have known this was going to happen for an entire year. Yes, and sat on their ass mm-hmm. and did absolutely nothing about it. And now the rubber's about to meet the road because the bills are about to show up in people's mailboxes. Yeah. Okay. So he said things are about to get silly real fast, real quick. Silly for who? What does he mean there? Well, I think what, because we, we, we are a, we are a society that is run by, brutally uncreative, often brutally incompetent people. And so what these lawmakers have done for the past year is put their head in the sand and act like if I don't see it, then it's not happening. Mm -hmm. Instead of being really bold and saying when those assessments started coming out, okay, let's form one of these summer study committees or whatever we're going to call it to figure out how to do something that's right for the people. Well, doing something that was right for the people would have angered agents of local government because agents of local government, primarily school boards and school corporations, view, and this is what people need to understand. So many of these school corporations and these school boards and these superintendents view your home as their own personal piggy bank. They are entitled to every last nickel they can suck out of you. And the the Republicans, because they are totally petrified, as we've seen time and again, of the angry red-shirted teachers, didn't want to act on this because acting on this and protecting you and your ability to stay at your home would upset the ability of the school boards and the school corporations and the superintendents to suck every last nickel out of you that they possibly could. So now, Casey... Everybody's going to be in panic mode because the bills have actually shown up. Mm-hmm. The 15, the 20, the 30% increases that we all know are coming, that the uh, you know different agencies have admitted are coming, are going to be a real thing. Okay, so one has to 
surmise that the only reason that they haven't fixed these skyrocketing property taxes is because they don't want to. No, they don't want it fixed. They don't want it. Now, they don't want it to be a problem, but they don't actually want to fix the problem because fixing the problem will anger the the constituency that is always down there bitching at them. That's why they this is why when we tell you you cannot blindly vote red no matter what. Mm -hmm. This is why we're telling you this. It's not because necessarily we hate Republicans. I mean, (laughs) they make that pretty easy to do. But when we tell you this and then people get mad at us, you're always complaining about the Republicans. No, I'm telling you how to avoid something like this happening. And the way you avoid something like this happening is those people fearing you more than they fear the the, the teachers, right? Mm-hmm. The These people, these politicians will always, because they, they are in often cases, very cowardly people who care only about their own political survival will do whatever they feel is best for their own political survival, and if they believe you will vote for them no matter what, they will always put the people who will not vote for them no matter what ahead of you. Okay, now Abdul went on to say, we hear it won't be pretty, especially for incumbent elected officials. Well, look, if if you're, and I'm just going to start naming people, if you're Jerry Tor, if you're Todd Houston, Mm -hmm. if you're Rod Bray, if you're John Crane, if you're Jeff Thompson... You people have been there forever. Mm -hmm. You have created this system. You have no one to blame for the system but yourself. You can't blame this on the Democrats. You can't say, well, it's these big government Democrats. It's the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. There's no one to blame but you. You created the property tax system, the highly flawed, ridiculous system by which properties are taxed based on assessment, and the assessment is based on what someone else sold their home for. Mm -hmm. You have emboldened and enabled this. There's no one to blame but you. So it's going to be very interesting because we know the Republicans, here's what we know, Casey, we know the Republicans will not fix the system. There is nothing in front of the General Assembly right now, including Jeff Thompson's ridiculous property tax plan, which appears to be the plan. The 65-page plan. Right, that will actually solve this problem. It's not going to make it any better or Mm -hmm. any more sustainable or a long-term fix. Not even a short-term fix, but it's not a long-term fix either. So it will be interesting to see when it comes to Tor and Lucas and Thompson and Crane and 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 Bray and the rest of the Republican supermajority goof troop how the how they excuse and spin and 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 try to negate their own culpability in what they're doing to you. Okay, so pretty much this year, you're just going to have to eat it because nothing's going to get done. Right. They're going to be out of session before. You're going to eat it next year too, Casey. That's the point. The Thompson plan, which appears to be the plan, Mm -hmm. doesn't fix the issue. It gives you a, it's the same thing they did with the gas tax, right? Hey man, gas prices are out of control. Hey, you're sitting on $1,500 of our money in a surplus per taxpayer. Yeah, we sure are. Hey, why don't you suspend the gas tax? Well, 
That would really interfere in our legalized vote <laughs> buying operation we're running over here. So I'll tell you what. How about we give you 200 of that, Casey, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can tell us what a great job they're doing. Pat you on the head and but send you on your way. What about the other 1300 in gas prices are really high and you still have one of the highest gas taxes in the nation? We're going to give you 200 of the 1500 mm-hmm. you're owed and you can write your check to our next re-election campaign over here. Same thing going on with the property tax. The Thompson plan, if they're raising your taxes 500 and this gives you 100 back one time, mm-hmm. well, they still raised your property taxes by $400. Now, we have been the leaders on this. So when the bills show up, everybody's going to say what? Rob and Casey were right. Mm-hmm. And the phone calls they're going to get, and this is what really makes them mad, it's not that they're doing it, it's they're going to go, Rob and Casey were right. What are you going to do about it? And they're going to go, exactly, yes. Yeah. So there you go. 13 after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Casey, I got our old friend Jim Lucas is back to his I was just going to ask you, how was your Sunday? Well, okay. Do anything special? So I need some time to get into this. But before we go to break, I have a question that I want you to ponder okay because we will we will talk about what lucas is doing which is i mean it's weird like it's very weird it's weird anyone would do it much less someone in his position of power but casey Mm -hmm. have you ever eaten gas station food (laughs) yes yes i have because someone came in Mm -hmm. with gas station food during the last commercial break okay and they described it as their quote breakfast Uh and it was one of the most disgusting looking things i have ever (laughs) seen and so kev and i got into a big conversation Mm -hmm. about the gas station food so i want to ask you about that when we come back okay it's kennelly casey on 93 wibc raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I <laughs> 18 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. <laughs> Let's take a look at who's trending this hour. Luka Doncic and Devin Booker, they were stirring it up on the basketball court. Let's take a listen. And now Durant will shoot. Free throws at Devin Booker and Doncic go face to face. It's Wainwright has to step in. The officials haven't called anything yet. Well, I'll tell you what, Booker started that. Booker was yapping as... A lot of fights have been breaking out recently in the NBA. Is anybody watching the NBA? Their ratings have been going down, at least the, what, the All-Star game? That's so interesting you said that, Casey, because, yes, there was a putrid amount of people who watched the All-Star game, mm-hmm. and especially when you, I mean, I think it's something like a tenth of the amount of people who mm-hmm. were watching it 30, 30-ish years ago. Right. And the reason for this is... And and people who have lived in this city for a long time will will agree with this. It used to be that the NBA was a really tough league with really tough guys. You think back to that Pacers-Knicks rivalry in the 90s, mm-hmm. and those dudes genuinely hated each other and wanted to kill each other. And if you went in the paint in the NBA in the 80s and 90s, you were, you were going to 
earn it, right? And the refs knew that, and everybody was in on it, and the NBA was fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Now the NBA, because it is a player-dominated league, and the you have a very weak commissioner in, in Adam Silver who placates to these guys and you hear things like well the best player is not going to play tonight because of load management he's played the last two nights really Mm. i shelled out x amount of dollars for this ticket and this guy is in my town you know when michael jordan used to come i remember as a kid Mm -hmm. when michael jordan would come to market square arena the place was sold out even if the pacers were as they often were one of the worst teams in the league because you wanted to see Michael Jordan or Larry Bird or whoever mm-hmm. play basketball. Mm-hmm. They weren't missing that game because they understood the magnitude of, hey, some some guy who's working in a factory saved for weeks to be able to take his wife and kids to see me play. And even though I don't really care about Indianapolis, I'm going to be out here and I'm going to drop 30. So that kid and that family will always be able to remember saying, I saw MJ. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely right. These guys now. Mm-hmm. So this fight thing, when you're playing this, these aren't tough guys anymore. Well, they were just staring at each exactly. other. I mean, there's just a tremendous video now. It's all over the internet of watching the Celtics and the Pistons, mm-hmm. you know, Bill Lambeer and Larry Bird, Larry Bird, Larry Bird throwing about the Celtics and the Lakers, Larry Bird throwing a ball at, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's face. I mean, that was believable, right? Mm-hmm. Th- that would be this would be cool if those these were those guys. They are not, and people are tuning out this league mm-hmm. because it they're not pro fan anymore. They're pro player. They're pro themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And also, uh, John Morant, he got suspended for <laughs> displaying a gun on his Instagram live this weekend. So now this is about the second or third time John Morant is one of the up and coming players in the league, kind of mm-hmm. a guy that they have started to begin marketing around everybody may re- recently remember an incredible dunk he did against the Pacers at Gainbridge Fieldhouse and this guy now has allegedly been involved in multiple incidences where either he or people he are he is affiliated with are making very suspect choices involving firearms and that is not good because you don't want the face of your league or one of the faces of your league being associated with that. And it's a total lack of maturity and a lack of understanding. I mean, why would you do that? Right. There's no need to do that. Also trending this hour, Rachel Ray, her talk show will end after 17 seasons. She said, I made the decision that it's time for me to move on to the next exciting chapter in my broadcast career. So she may not be done with TV. She's just done with that show. Have you ever watched an episode of Rachel Ray? Yeah. Really? You know what? I actually used to compete with her. Oh, you were at, at the at the same time. <laughs> yes, yes, that was a highlight when I would get better ratings. Did than you Rachel Ray. did you just send her emails and they just simply said eat it and then a, a picture <laughs> then of the ratings? Did? No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, finally, trending the Toronto Raptors. Don't know if you've heard about this one. They they put out this video. Let's let's listen to the video and then they issued an apology for it. But here here's what they said. Girls were in the world because they're the only one that can procreate. They birth everybody. All women are great because they're all queens. Okay, so they're talking about Women's History Month. Uh huh. And they posted this video uh-huh. explaining why women are great. Uh huh. And you heard him say, well, they procreate, they birth all the women in the world. Yes. They released the video. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And then the Toronto Raptors turned around and apologized for it. They said, our sincerest apologies to our players, our staff, and our fans. We'll work to do better today and every day after. For, I'm, I'm confused, Casey. There Because somebody got upset that they said women. Wait, but what? I don't understand. Give birth. But women do give birth. That's true. Why would you be upset about that? In Canada, that's Men not Men cannot give birth. It's, exactly. So why did they apologize? Well, that's my question. I don't understand. They upset somebody and felt, felt the need to be woke and say, sorry. Who is the person who is upset that women can <laughs> who, give birth? Who got upset by facts? Why? I'm very confused. I feel like I've missed a step here. Yeah. No. Okay, Casey, real quick before we get to break. Yeah. I, so uh, one of Jaden, who is in the news department, mm-hmm. came rolling in here today. Yeah. And he had a package of something with him. Okay. And I asked him, what, what is it that you have there? <laughs> and he proceeded to say, he described it as his, quote, breakfast food. Okay. And this appeared to be wings of some sort. Oh. And I think it was wings but it was something that if you had said rob i i have made these wings for you i would say there's no way in hell i'm eating this <laughs> and you probably did something horrific to them and he told me he got them at a gas station mm-hmm. so kevin and i started talking in the break have you ever have you ever eaten what i would say gas station food now i'm not talking about snacks or right. bags of chips i'm talking about the stuff that's in a cooker right. or under a heat lamp yeah. or whatever have you ever eaten gas uh, yeah. gas station food uh, there was a gas station in south bend that had pretty good pizza okay. but it was a big gas station like and they had a chef and everything yeah, so it was pe- like they had uh, you know, tables. Yes, so pizza. And that is what I had told Kev. I said, I have had gas station pizza and it has not necessarily been an unpleasurable experience. Yeah. However, I'm not sure for any amount of money I would eat any meat based gas station product. Would you? No, especially not the hot dog that's been on the rotisserie forever and it's all shriveled up. Right, because you don't know how long it's actually been there. Kev, have you ever had a a pleasurable non-pizza gas station food experience? (laughs) I think the only thing I've had from a gas station is pizza. Okay, perfect. Like Hunt's Brothers, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I would be curious and I would like to open up our hotline because we're going to play voicemails when we come back. Yeah. Uh, if anybody has ever had a pleasurable non-pizza gas station food experience. Get your big gulp in your hot dog. 317-684-8444 because yikes. <laughs> that wasn't blue cheese. That was just green. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. It's time to hear from you. 1032, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number with your questions, comments, and smart remarks. Time for the voicemail. All right, remember last week we were talking about Elon Musk's goal to put brain chips in people, Mm -hmm. and then the government stepped in and said, nah, you can't can't do that. It's not a good idea. Talking about the... Uh, I don't know. The brain chips in the people seem like sort of a point of no return mm-hmm. and that that doesn't seem like it's going to end well mm-hmm. for anyone. Well, some guy called and said, apparently, in some cases, they're already putting brain chips in people. Hey, Rob, uh, they're already doing brain implants. I have a, one of my best friends has Parkinson's and they put a, uh, a device inside his brain to keep him from shaking. 
unfortunately, it's so close to his speech area that it, when that is working, he can't talk. So he knows when the battery's getting low and they have to go in there and redo it um, because he can start talking again, but he starts shaking like crazy. So we're already doing brain implants. So this is just an, another form of that with a different outcome. Hmm. Okay, but I guess that is to try to save someone's life or better their seriously ill currently quality of life. I just described that very terribly. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about just like healthy people sticking stuff in the brain. Well, I thought the thing with Elon Musk was to prevent blindness and other issues, like what that caller was talking about with Parkinson's. I, I don't know. I'm, look, maybe there is some medical benefit to this, mm -hmm. but we all know where this is going to end, right? And it sounds like if it's already starting, then it's going to end the way it's going to end, which is eventually everybody's going to just have one of these, whether for medical purpose and or otherwise. It sounds like a medical side effect. Do you know what I mean? Um, medicine? Yeah. Like you have to take this medicine to help one thing, but then you've got this list of yes. other things that could happen. Yes. That's what that sounded like. Yeah. And It'll stop you from shaking, but then you can't talk. And there are people now who are getting like the barcodes put in their fingers and things like that. Remember that was a couple of years, I don't know. So it's just like a tattoo for looks? Yeah, I guess this was the other blonde woman account. I used to work with when we discussed this. Um, like they put the, something, people were too lazy to flash a badge at their mm -hmm. work, you know, to get in. And so mm -hmm. they made a thing or with the vending machine, your account with the vending machine, you were too lazy to put the money in. So yeah. people were getting some sort of chip in their finger no, or whatever. thank you. Yeah, just, I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving on. Baseball, we talked about last week. They're uh -huh. ruining baseball. They're doing all the things <laughs> to make it so that people who like baseball don't want to watch baseball mm -hmm. anymore. They're okay. doing things like uh, this pitch clock, which is stupid. They're making the bases bigger, which is stupid. They're getting rid of the shift, which is stupid. They're mm -hmm. eliminating. Uh, they're saying you have to face a certain amount of batters before you can make a pitching change, which is stupid. They're limiting the throws over to first base, which is stupid. All of these things they're doing, Casey, because they believe, they being baseball, believes the games are too long, and apparently shaving seven minutes off a game is going to make all the difference for something that people don't already want to watch. And in the process, they are ruining it for people like us. I say us, I'm saying the traditional baseball fans who actually like and enjoy baseball. The, golf is going down a very similar path right now where they're making all these changes to golf that won't attract new people to watch golf, but they'll just make it the golf traditionalists. Like people just take everything I like, Casey. Mm -hmm. I, I, I you ask, like the natural pace. I like so, of baseball. I ask for so little in this world. Yeah, and the few things I like, they're just being stripped away from me. Mm -hmm. And the caller agreed that they're ruining uh, the game of baseball. Hey, Rob, this is Annette. I listen to you guys every day, and I just was listening and heard the segment on baseball. I am one hundred percent with you. I hate what they're doing to the game of baseball. I don't care if it goes and. Four hours, three hours, late into the night, some of the games have gone. Give me pure baseball. Mm. You know who would like the pitch clock is the moms of high school <laughs> baseball players because that is a marathon sport. Yes. And if you've got a kid that you're shuffling around to uh -huh. different events, yeah. the baseball game does take quite a while. Oh. Well, let's just ruin the sport for the moms. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. So, well, okay, there wasn't always the three-point right. option in basketball. Sure. And when that came out, did you think that that ruined that game? Well, I was three when the three-point 
line came out. So in you basketball. don't you don't know where this is going to end up. I do know where it's going to end because every year they do more stuff, and every year I enjoy the game less and less to the point where. I've had it. The pit, the pitch clock was it for me. Like I have stomached and continued to casually watch every year as they made these stupid changes that interfere with the fundamental being of what baseball is. Like mm-hmm. so now their new thing is they're also going to ban the shift where you put all your guys on one side of the field because the hitter is too lazy to hit to the opposite field. Here's an idea. Just learn to hit to the opposite field. Mm-hmm. Now you're fundamentally changing the game. Well, there's too many outs. There's not enough offense. Well, why don't you just, I don't know, they just do the common sense thing. No, we want everybody to swing for the fences because, well, everything has to try to be a home run. So it's, they're not going to attract any new people. No person is going to be like, well, the, when the game was two hours and 35 minutes, that was too long, but two hours and 30 minutes, sign me up That's for that. That's just right. The thing it will change is the stats of the pitchers. Yes. I, yes, I think this. You know, will, the pitcher is going to become a much more valuable player on the team. Yes, I think the the uh, I think the offensive stats will continue to decline. Although they are eliminating the shift, so who knows? Doesn't matter. They've ruined it, and <laughs> just you're a I, traditionalist. I'm not allowed to have anything. Um, okay, lots of calls again over the weekend about the Putnam County mm-hmm. dealio, the toxic waste coming from. Ohio. Mm-hmm. I saw Jim Baird, the congressman, finally got off his ass and said something. Probably only did that because his kid, who took over his house seat when he became a congressman, was getting ripped to shreds for his relative lack of doing anything. Hi, Bo. If you have anything you'd like to say, say it to my face. Don't say it behind my back. It gets back to me. Um, you're welcome here between 9 and noon every Monday through Friday. We can talk about this like adults in front of everyone. Um, and so lots of phone calls uh, about that. Let's go. It's all about money. I dig holes for a living. I sent a bunch of toxic waste to the air, from the airport to the same landfill in Putnam County. They charge $1,200 for a 20-yard dump truck load of hazardous waste. So they're sending however many thousands of tons, $1,200 per 20 tons times that. It's all money. The government's giving them money. All right, so we think that it's going to be about 2,000 tons. Uh-huh. And what did he say? 1,200 a ton? Per ton? Per ton. Oh, wow. How much did that come out to? That's a whole lot of money. What's that? There's a lot of... A lot of zeros. What was it? 1,200 a ton? Yeah. 2.4 million? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and look, we talked about this before. I don't blame Heritage Environmental for running their business. The question is, though, are they the right people Mm -hmm. for this specific commercial transaction? Mm -hmm. And if not, then we have the right to know that. And the government, before they give business to someone, should be able to properly satisfy the people of the area in regards to this will not harm your safety in any shape, form, or fashion. Instead, they just started dumping and... The uh, answer that we got from Becky Cash, the state rep, last week was, yeah, Holcomb's ordered this stuff, but we won't know for ten, like 10 days. Right. And by then, it's already dumped. Of course, dumped. it's already there. It's already dumped. Yeah. So then it's going to be, if, if testing comes back bad, then it will be reactive. Right. And then we talked about, and I don't- Reactionary. And I don't know what to make of this, but Heritage Environmental, at least according to the Secretary of State's website- had been out of the donation game to politicians for a very long time. And then all of a sudden in 2022, 
started giving uh-huh. money again uh-huh. to high-profile Republicans and Republican causes mm-hmm. in this state, which there's no way they could have predicted, hey, there's going to be this massive train crash, whatever. I'm not implying that. I just think that's very interesting that it had been, at least again, according to the Secretary of State's website, from what I could find, over a decade since they had been actively giving and then the donations start going out. So I think that's very, very interesting. All right, uh, more calls about this. I worked with Heritage for years when I was with the airport authority uh, as a field farm tech. And those guys, I mean, if they're going to if they're going to dispose of something, they're going to do it the right way. They're very reputable. Uh, I'm more ticked that the government wasn't uh, a little more uh, transparent. But Heritage will make sure that everything is done right. Um, I listened to your caller uh, talking about a, a town in, I believe, Missouri that was abandoned. Those were hacks. That was like Johnny and Roy took some hazardous waste and spread it out over farm fields. That was hacks. Uh, that's not heritage. That's good to know. Good to hear. But but nobody can answer the question on the dioxins yet. Mm-hmm. And if you can't well, answer... They don't know. Well, exactly. So again, it's not about... And we have never said, hey, this is a bad company or they're right. not upstanding citizens or whatever. What we're saying is there are clearly unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. Think about how absolute that must be that Rob Kendall and Eric Holcomb agreed on something. That's how resolute there is in these unanswered questions that Rob Kendall and Eric Holcomb finally agreed on something. So it's not, hey, they're a bad company. It's, are they equipped to deal with Mm -hmm. the thing that they're getting before them? Right. And then there's got to be testing to see what they are getting. Are they getting that dioxin? Uh, you know what? They did release, and I'm trying to find it. I don't know if I'll, if we'll have time for me to... So here it is. They released the uh, list of all the chemicals that they found in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, boy, this is great radio. Sorry about well, that. Well, why don't while you're looking at that, why don't we play? we got one more call, so let's go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, as far as the toxic waste goes, uh, it's the Biden administration's EPA. Uh, they did that because we're a Republican state pretty much uh so they thought well they'd just take it and dump it off here sort of like where we the republicans take the uh illegal immigrants and dump them in the sanctuary cities that's what they're doing with the waste is dumping it in the in a liberal or in a, in a conservative state that's what they're doing uh, the damn liberals all right thank you isn't that an interesting theory that this is payback potentially for the illegal immigrants going to the sanctuary cities? Hmm. Oh, you're going to dump the illegal immigrants in the sanctuary cities that we claimed we wanted. Well, here's some toxic waste that might have dioxins right. in it. Yeah. That's a hot take. Uh-huh. Okay, so vinyl chloride, isobutylene. Uh-huh. Sounds sounds not great. Ethylene, glycol, mono... I mean, Are I you can't, speaking English? I No, I can't even pronounce these things. Well, there you go. Acrolein. Uh-huh. Oh, acrolein. <laughs> they did. They they made a list of every, benzene. Uh huh. I think benzene. I think isn't benzene what neosporin is? Isn't that benzene? Mm, color colorless and pale yellow liquid Ooh. with a sweet scent which burns easily and evaporates into air rapidly. Uh-huh. Found naturally in crude oil, cigarette smoke, and volcanoes. Oh, crude oil, cigarette smoke, and volcanoes. Well, that sounds healthy. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hammer's going to join us. He uh, A kid cost him a lot of money yesterday, and I'm going to ask him a question about how we should hold these kids accountable when uh, 
they they cost us a lot of money. All right, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Ten minutes in front of 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And gracing us with his presence in the studio is Hammer. I love a good gas station uh, breakfast I sandwich. I knew you would be totally down with gas station Dude, food. gas station food, I consider myself like a connoisseur of it. Yeah. And nobody does it better than Gitgo Cafe. Uh-huh. The Gitgo Cafe, they have like an actual like deli kind of thing in oh. there. There's people working behind. Yeah. They make these steak sandwiches right there off the grill, and those are pretty good. And you have you ever had any health ramifications from eating the gas station food? I mean, other than being morbidly obese. You were so judgmental for a person that's accomplished so little in your life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're talking to somebody that you used to come down the hallway to and bother me when I was working at ZPL, and I'd give you advice, and now you think you're better than me you for know, some reason. You know why I came down to talk to you? Because you were skinny and in shape back then and i said that's the guy i want to be like if you looked like you looked today i would have never come down there i said i'm gonna stay the hell away from that guy oh that's right everything's going so well for you these days isn't it rob (laughs) hey speaking of things not going well for you you got totally screwed at the end of that iu game yesterday so great game phenomenal game atmosphere was rocking in assembly hall went down there watched the game but you but, got some free tickets, didn't you? I did. Stole them from our bosses. You bosses took the hooked kid me too. up. You know why? Because I'm successful. Uh-huh. You won some lottery. He's the favorite. <laughs> um, and the thing is, though, is like if you're an IU backer, if you bet the Hoosiers yesterday, it was minus four. All you needed was Race Thompson yeah. to hit 50% of his free throws down the stretch. We're not saying 80. We're not saying 70, mm-hmm. 50%. Yeah. And your toes would have been tapping. Yeah, absolutely. 0 for 4 to end the game, and that's what we call a heartbreaker. Yeah, that. Uh, and so here's the thing. It used to be, well, these guys are amateurs. They're trying as hard as they can. In the NIL world, where these guys can make a gajillion dollars of endorsements, sponsorships, whatever... We should totally rip this guy's ass today because he cost you money. I mean, IU won the game, but uh, if you were a Hoosier better, you're probably hoping Coach Woodson puts Race Thompson on the free throw line today and practices a little free throw shooting. Where are we at with the, um, now that sports betting is obviously legal in states like Indiana and it's big business and it's big money for the government. And of course, the government in many ways funds public education institutions, even the college institutions. Don't these coaches have an obligation? Because everybody knows everybody's betting. These coaches know what the spread is. There's no way they don't know. (laughs) They should know. And this is something we've talked about on our TV show before. Now, long before it was legal, there are some coaches that still (laughs) knew what the spread was. Uh Like in the dark web of gambling social Mm -hmm. media, uh, the Stoops brothers, Mm -hmm. Bob and Mark. Bob was the iconic coach at Oklahoma. Mark is now down at Kentucky. It's well known they always know what the spread is so they will go out of their way even if they're up big or if they're getting their doors blown off to reward the alumni and the fans who are betting on their team now here's an example 
Kentucky played Georgia, and I can't remember if it was this past year or the year before, but the game was over, right? Georgia's up big, but the point spread was big. Kentucky's on the goal line. It's garbage time. There's like a minute and a half left. Kentucky burns all of their timeouts <laughs> in a garbage time situation to put one in the end zone, and Kentucky covers the spread. And everybody that knows anything about sports betting knows that's the Stoops brothers knowing exactly what it is. Yeah, and you'll see that when teams will play their hardest with these goal line stands. But, uh, you know, my thing is there's such large amounts of money at stake now, and clearly college sports is all about money i mean they're paying these they're basically paying these players now the gymnast from lsu makes more money than anybody yeah so (laughs) shouldn't they have an obligation now to see it through play their hardest always try your hardest because there's real money at stake for this and the fact that this guy i don't know i don't know if race thompson has any nil deals does or doesn't but if you play basketball at indiana you probably have some sort of money all right i mean we deserve to have his ass ripped today because he cost you money (laughs) yeah but i'd also like to thank the fighting illini of purdue because not only did they get beat but they covered so that helped me out so i I broke even yesterday but man it would have been a great day if race thompson could hit the free throws did i do that right Rob? yeah very good He, he looks so afraid when he got up into the foul and I said, hammer, screw. It was John Starks against yeah. the Pacers. What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, Guy Relford will join us. Mock and Daisy are in the house. And there was a Will Ferrell sighting in Beach Grove yesterday. Thanks, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.